welcome to another terrifying October edition of Cold Film and Review. Tonight, we experience a new beginning in terror, and his name is Roy. Because tonight, we're talking about Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. So let's start the show. Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? What a day! If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake! I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's gone that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get old. They stay the same. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. motherfucker. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got one to do. Shout out. So make sure you stick around for that. Then when you're done with that, head over to cultfilmandreview.com. Make sure you get in your request for films for us to uh, review. And then we'll get to those after October. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Slusio. Hello, everybody. All right, guys. So if you don't know, this October, we are going through the supposed worst sequels of the big horror franchises. We did Hellraiser Bloodline uh, last week was Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. And this week is Friday the 13th, part five. If you're wondering how we got to these being the worst ones, we couldn't all agree on which one was the worst one. So we went to Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes. We averaged those scores together. And that's how we picked the worst one. We also excluded modern remakes and we kind of stopped after some of the original runs we we got loose on some of the others but i think we're pretty much all in the originals for this and uh for all these halloween episodes as well we are making a beverage for each one uh and we'll have videos for those as well as long with the recipes on our social media so make sure you check that out but tonight's drink was made by our very own kyle smith kyle what'd you make for uh friday the 13th part five a new beginning well, I made three, but I'm going to go with the one that tasted the best. Um, and okay. the one that tasted the best is a uh, it's a riff on a Rob Roy in honor of Roy. And uh, Rob Roy. And Rob. There's and a lot Rob. of Roy's in that <laughs> sentence right there. Yeah, there's a lot of Roy's. Um, and essentially, it is uh, three shots of scotch, some sweet vermouth, some bitters. I twisted this one up and I added maraschino liqueur to it to bring a little more of a sweet kind of thing to it. And uh, it's delightful. Sweet kind of thing. Sweet kind of thing. <laughs> what do we call this one? Do they call me on the streets? That's yeah. nice. The Rob Roy. <laughs> tonight o- tonight is the Rob Roy in honor of Roy. Of, uh, in honor of Roy. And tonight we're talking about Friday the 13th, part five, a new beginning. This was directed by Danny Steinemann. He also directed Savage Streets, for you that don't know that. It was written by Martin Katrasser, David Cohen, and Danny Steinemann. Came out in 1985. Had a budget of $2.2 million. Made $22 million in the box office as a rating bar and currently sits at a 16% Rotten Tomatoes score, 26% audience. Kyle, let me ask you this. Wasa, when was the first time that you saw uh, Friday the 13th Part 5? Um, I, I, it would be a long time ago. It would probably be when I was like maybe around 13 or 14. Um, Ryan, my older brother, went through a... When he got into Friday the 13th, he was uh, renting every single one of them from the video store, like chronological order. So we watched all of them together back to back. We did the same for all the Halloween and all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Um, but yeah, it's probably like when I was around maybe 13. Chris? 
Anybody who have cable here remember how often they would run the Friday the 13th series on either USA or TBS? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw it definitely at some point on television. Like this one came across and for some reason I always remember like certain specific scenes about this one particularly. So I saw it probably when I was a young teen. Mike? I think that might have just answered my question because this is like one of those where I'm like, yeah, like I've seen it. I have no fucking idea when that was. Like, at all. Like, I just know that I know the story, right? And I'm guessing that maybe I've watched it on fucking USA or some shit. They do marathons. They'd run them all consecutively it's probably throughout something the whole I would, day. Yeah, as a kid, I would yeah. have fucking done. Mm-hmm. I would have fucking turned it on and been like, oh. all right, cool. Let's watch this for four hours straight. That was binge watching yeah. back in the day, guys. It was. It was, was. old school binge watching. I would say, I, I mean, I saw this probably when I got into the series and I bought like the DVD set. <laughs> like I don't remember five being a prominent one ever being brought up. So, and obviously, it's by some considered the worst one. Um, so I, I could see it not coming up a lot. So yeah, I probably didn't see it till then, and I don't think I've watched it since either. I, this is not one I I run back to. So yeah, I, I would say this is probably only my second or maybe third watch of this movie yeah i would i would agree with that too it's yeah. probably my second or so third it's, watch it's for been, me it's been like a good like 16 17 years for me since the last time i saw it so yeah and i didn't remember much about it like i remembered like i, I remember the ending and like that that portion of it but i didn't remember like, any of the kids like yeah that, i it, my i don't re- i like i don't remember things but as i'm watching it it's almost like little snapshots You're like oh i remember this scene or yeah. i remember this scene but it's like the whole film, like I remember, I I definitely remember the overarching thing, which is like the whole deal with Jason in this one. And I remember, <laughs> uh, I just re- I remember when I watched it, I don't know what my exact reaction was, but I definitely think it was along the lines of like, "Fuck you." That was like my reaction at, at, to the end of this movie, you know. And, I think it was uh, a lot of people's reaction to the end yeah. of this movie. We should fi- probably figure out what the plot of this movie is, though, before we get to the end. Yeah, that's true. So it's time for Plaza with Mike. Guys, we are following uh, what I feel like to feel like the mid-series hero, Tommy Jarvis, right? Like he's I like mean, the only hero, man. He's like the he's, like he's the, mo- the, he's the most popular one in the though. second one, and he's, he's the not only the one third that's one. been in multiples. Yeah, he's the most popular, for right? Sure. Like, but it was like four, five, and six, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's like this weird era of just like, can we get Corey Feldman? <laughs> I mean, maybe not for the second and third one, but yeah, like, like, like we'll just put him in some shots. Anyways, this stars yes again Tommy Jarvis. All right, he's all grown up. He's all grown up. Right, he's yeah. having dreams about that time where he had to fight fucking Jason, <laughs> and he's a little fucked up about it. So uh, they send him off to like this. Very, very, like, weird kind of, like, new age type of, like, mental health facility, right? Like, it's, like, none of the people are under lock and key. They're at this house with this family, like, out in, like, like, small town USA, you know? And that's pretty much it. And, like, the kids are all a little off. They come from bad situations and stuff. But, like, Tommy's still thinking about the times when, like, Jason was murdering everybody. And now all of a sudden... Lo and behold, like people start getting picked off. And the question is, who is it? Is it fucking Jason? Is he back from the dead? Is it Tommy? Because he's all fucked up now. Is it one of the other kids on the island? Who could it be? And like, it becomes essentially like what I feel like is like the only maybe mystery in the Friday the 13th yeah. franchise, right? Other than maybe the first one where you're like, who are killing all these kids, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, this is the only one where I feel like you don't know right off the bat. Like, it's Jason. He's on a murdering spree. That's all you need to know. Shit's going to go down. It's literally a new beginning. It's a new beginning, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you got to remember, part four, they kill off. They kill him off. They kill off Jason. They, well, I mean, you could say they kill him off well, in everyone. He gets hacked up. Yeah. Yeah. For like four though, like he's that was supposed to be like the definitive dead, and this was actually literally supposed to be. Well, like that a one's new called beginning. the Final Friday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one ends. It's funny. I um, I started watching this one, and I got about five minutes in, and Tommy's looking at a picture of his sister and his mom, and it's just like it bothered me to no end that I don't remember the full story. So I stopped the movie. I watched all of four, and then I continued watching five. You did? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, that's some commitment, man. Oh. I just wanted to be up to date with Tommy's story. Yeah, you, know? you gotta start. Yeah. And yeah, that one end. That one ends with like Tommy just like going to fucking town with a machete, like on Jason. Because up to, up until like four, he's still human. Like yes. Jason's still human in four. Right. Yeah, I don't six think it's is, not until six where he becomes six. Yeah, six zombie, becomes zombie, supernatural. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this one, we'll get to that when we come right back. You know, Vic, before I came here, I I never had anything to do, me being an orphan and all. People always uh, teased me about sitting around like some kind of pig or something. But here it's different. I can I can help others and do a lot of things. You know something? I really love it here. I hate it. You know, um, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I never really chopped wood before, but... Certainly looks like fun. Leave me alone! Uh, I, so one of the things I wanted to get into, because Mike brought it up like right away in the, in the uh, plots w- with Mike, was that this is the middle story of uh, Tommy Jarvis. And I'll be honest with you, I totally forgot that this middle story existed with Tommy Jarvis. So, and like, I almost feel like, does the, does the canon transfer over? to six because it's different. It's, it is a different actor who plays Tommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in, like, and just to jump to the end of this film, because I have to ask this question when it pertains to Tommy, like, is he a murderer in six? Because he, he definitely was going to murder some people at the end of this movie. No, he's not. He's not a murderer <laughs> in six. He's, no. he's, um, he's not, I think if I had to, if I had to take a wild guess, Unless it's the murderer of Jason. I, if I take a wild guess, I think they might've tried that to be like, because yes, in four they do kill Jason off, and in this one I think they're trying to set up like Tommy's the new Jason. But if I had, if I had to take a wild guess, I would say that maybe that didn't test well with audiences, and, and I think they, that's why they just kind of abandoned that concept. They, but they didn't though. At the very end, he's just behind. Oh, no, that's what I'm they? saying. That that's the setup, and that doesn't test well. So fuck it. Abandon it when we make six. We'll just ignore that. Yeah, I guess. Like, do we have any facts to back that up? <laughs> other than the fact that he's not a murderer in six, no. Okay, <laughs> but it's just it's so. Just, yes, to answer your question, <laughs> I actually did forget that this five all really. It doesn't really actually revolve around Tommy in this one. It, I, I feel like it, they spend equal amount doesn't. of time with other characters as they do him, yeah. but like. Which is why I kind of forgot that it was even about him in that because yeah. I always thought, oh yeah, it went from four and then something happens in five and then six. Tommy, you know, comes back as an adult, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but yeah, five. There's a whole middle story with him, and I totally lost. It's me. the yeah. Tommy trilogy. Yeah, I totally. I'm the same. I'm in the same boat. That's why I. That's why I went back and rewatched four, and I was like, oh fuck, Tommy's in this one. Like, 
I feel like I need to get like caught up or something. But hi, hey, just 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 to get this out of there, I mean, how fucking shoved in did it feel to have Corey Feldman in just That's the what opening I'm talking scene? About. Like, it's movie. such a weird thing. So uh, with that, I guess they. So uh, this is according to the internet. They wanted to. Um, they wanted to have Corey Feldman in this movie, but he was shooting Goonies at the time, so he couldn't do it. The actual scene that they shot was shot in Corey Feldman's backyard. Yeah. And um, it, it reminds Shit. me of the beginning. It, it reminds me of the beginning of six. Like it, it, it very much because so, they're digging him up. Yeah. And like he comes back to life from a lightning bolt, whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, th- that was what I thought too. I was like, that's weird. Like, this is At like, one point I thought I was watching the wrong movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did. I thought the same fucking thing for a second. I was just like, well, guys, this is five, right? So many Friday the 13th movies start with a giant rainstorm, like, and somebody tromping through the woods. It's always or... fucking raining in these movies. Oh, it's always raining. I understand that. But the fact of like two guys digging up Jason Voorhees' body yeah. and it coming to life and killing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. that. And a I, few was times. Like, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of like cool. This is this is different, you know? And, and then, then obviously it's a dream. After that, after it's the dream and and, and Tommy wakes up in, in the van on his way to um, Pinehurst. The ha- mm-hmm. It's like a halfway house pretty for yeah. like... Yeah, kids with different problems. But that's pretty much where it stops being like a Friday the Thirteenth movie, <laughs> except for a couple other parts from here on out. I don't know if I would totally agree with that because I. The one thing I will say when I was watching was like because I think this is probably because I just watched four and four is like you know it's Jason he's just going through mowing people down left and right. Whereas like this one actually feels a lot like the first one where it's a mystery. It's just like a giallo type serial killer, which is the first one's kind of based around like giallo type films. So it's just hands and gloves and like people dying. I thought it was the same thing. I thought like it was a, I feel like a new beginning is definitely like, let's go back to what made the original magic kind of thing, which is not much because we only care about Jason Voorhees. Mm -hmm. But like the fact of the matter is, is like, I don't agree that I, it, it wasn't a Friday the 13th movie. Like, let's be honest. It's a bunch of kids getting murdered by a guy. Yeah. Like, and actually, one of the more uh, robust, like, yeah. Friday the 13th, like, as far as kills go, you know? And uh, as far as, like, it, it, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, as far as entertainment value, but they do, like, stack the bodies up pretty, yeah. pretty I pretty was going to say count. that, too. Like, I had never really watched this film with an objective eye. Other than, like, I was trying to get to six. And maybe that's the reason why everybody hates it still. I don't know. Like, you're just trying to get to six. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> why is everybody like six so much? I, six is fantastic. Oh, I know. I'm just, obviously, um, it's got some charm to it. But, yeah, like, watching it and, like, having to really pay attention to it, I was like, you know what? They have some pretty brutal kills in this. And there's, like, it's all the makings of a good slasher. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I just misjudged this film a little bit. It's it's the it's the uh, no I know but like it, let's take the ending out of this for a second okay let's say that, let's pretend that the ending is holy shit Jason came back it's to just life Jason again yeah would that make this a better film because that's when I was thinking I was yeah. like you know what wait a second it would maybe it would, I just don't like the ending I I it totally would because I know for a fact the first time I watched it. I was fucking on board the whole time, and I was like, ooh, the fucking Jason's back. This is cool. And then it's only that last five minutes where I'm just like, fuck this movie. I don't know, but now going back and rewatching it, I'm kind of like that almost from the beginning because, like, doesn't t- t- number one, doesn't doesn't take place anywhere near Camp Camp Crystal Lake. Okay, like, but like one it. takes place in Manhattan. Like, <laughs> but they, they start out at the lake first, <laughs> at least. I guess. 
No, but but that's okay. Just getting into Next like the overall space. the overall <laughs> vibe Cody. of this one, the overall vibe of this one, like compared to like the ones that came previous to it, it's got some things that call back to it again, like the rain and some of the like the uh, like a little bit of the lighting that they do, of course, the soundtrack and stuff like that. But yeah, being at this house, it looks like it's on a farm. Mm-hmm. It's next door to some hillbilly characters, you know, that are riding motorcycles all over the place. Like, wait a minute, hold on a sec. Number four doesn't take place at Camp Crystal Lake either. No, it doesn't. You're right. It Number doesn't. Four That's doesn't. like a totally different camp. Oh, it's like it's a, like a, it's like a, like a neighborhood. Yeah, area. Yeah, it's like yeah. a house neighborhood. Yeah, but on there a lake. is a lake though. It's there, not Camp Crystal Lake. There is a lake, and in that one, um, Camp Crystal Lake is like is like I don't know. It's like thirty miles away. Like the okay. kids go. The so kids I mean, that's walking distance for him, though. Wait a second. Now that I think about it, how many fucking Friday the Thirteenth take place in Camp Crystal Lake? I don't think seven takes place on Crystal Lake either. I don't know. I can't remember that one. But the, but it's on a lake. I don't know if it's Crystal Lake. Ooh. So maybe Jason's just attracted to lakes. <laughs> well, because he's swimming to these places. Oh my god, <laughs> he's an aquatic killer. He is. He's a water-based demon. I, I he know. Is. I know. We he do. has to be. You, yeah, yeah. Because in in a sea of you've got dream-based killer, you've got Texas-based killer, cannibal. <laughs> no. you've got hell-based killer. It's not the terrain. I have a problem-based killer. <laughs> he definitely is. It's essentially Universal movie monsters, but you know nowadays. Yeah. Hey, so he's a creature uh, according to fandom, God damn it, you were looking something up this whole time. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. Thank Acqu- you. According to fandom, the appearances. Of Camp Crystal Lake are in Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, part two, part three. It's also in the final chapter. It's also in oh, Jason yeah, Lives. Chapter. It's in the New Blood. It is in Jason Takes Manhattan. It's right. in Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, Freddy vs. Jason, and Friday the 13th, the remake in 2009. The five only is the one. Oh, you're right. It does happen. You're right. It happens at Freddy vs. Jason. Is Fuck. five. That is so funny. Wow. So, and it feels like it. It definitely feels like it. So there's one element you need to have a Friday the Thirteenth movie that we don't have. How, how quickly? How quickly? <laughs> so the only two. I'm sorry. The only two. No, I mean we're still out. Are Jason X and 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 this one part yeah, five. The two best ones. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jason X is not That's one funny. of the worst ones though. I'm putting that in. There. I'm putting that out there now. Ooh, I, which I, one could Cody I, be picking? I think it's one of the worst ones for sure. I th- I just feel like it doesn't count. Like when it's like ooh, it was at the beginning of the film, but like the main amount of it took place somewhere else. It just says appearances. That, appearances. Appearances. Okay. It appears in if, all the even films. Even if a sign Except appears. For two. Except for two. Just, well, it appears in this one in five because it's in the newspaper clippings. It says "Killer <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake." <laughs> so so it fucking so appears. There's never been one without Camp Crystal Lake. A, a Friday yeah. Thirteenth film. <laughs> yeah, John Shepard is Tommy Jarvis, huh? Not, uh, not, not, not my favorite Tommy. Oh, not my oh, favorite really? Jarvis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not mine either. He has a total of twenty-four words in this whole movie. He does yep. he twenty-four words. Is that a no. fact? Yes. Wow. I, I According mean, to the internet, it does not surprise me. No, he's quiet he throughout this whole. He's much. just he's just brooding. Well, he's damaged. He's damaged. He had to hack up Dude. a demon and uh, you know a, a man demon uh, <laughs> when he was a kid. He lost his family. Now he's living in a halfway well, house with a bunch of other people. And in who four, have problems. he's got the bald cap on. He's just doing that death stare at the end of the film, like in the <laughs> camera. Yeah, you know, it's like. Yeah. But here's the thing, man. Like 
don't fuck with middle Tommy Jarvis because apparently he, he knows, knows how, the uh, like he knows kung fu. He can throw some fucking fists, dude. dude I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. Like I, I, I understood where he was coming from because if I was like fucking eight and I had to fight Jason, you better believe I'm spending the next nine years learning fucking kung fu. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna be more prepared the next time. He makes a good point. He is, yeah, is a good point. He definitely yeah. is. He's got some kicks. Yeah, and dude, and who I forgot who said it earlier, but yeah, Pinehurst is like, that's a real liberal place as far as when it comes to these troubled kids. Oh, you guys, you kids got trouble? Ah, just run off and do what you want. Yeah, just go fuck in the woods somewhere. Yeah, just fuck it out. Yeah, do some drugs. <laughs> it, it is a weird thing, and I, and I and I question like what everyone everyone's problem was. It's Some different. people, I was just like, "What was going on with the the, the couple?" So what was we going had, on with well, the let's punk run chick. down who the characters okay, are. There's so, there's so, there were so many of them, though. Well, we got it right here. Uh-huh. So there's there's Pam Roberts. She's one of the counselors. Yep, yep. we got. It, is it Go Doc- oh, why is she there, guys? Am I right? Doctor Letter. He's <laughs> the, he's the other adult, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Reggie's not there for any. He's bad visiting reason. his he's grandfather. Just visiting. Yeah, he's just visiting his grandfather who works there. Then there's um oh, fucking hey Tina. She the punk chick? I have, no, that's no, Violet. That's Violet. Who oh, also, man. again, what was her problem? She was in a punk music. Yeah, she, she was in the she, punk scene in the eighties. Come on, that's like, dude. Did you not? Did you, did you not see her? Her her doing the robot. She clearly has damaged like something. <laughs> Can I just say though, doing it well, Kyle. Really? Who you? Need? It really wasn't. Really? Who else you need to know is Vic. Yeah, <laughs> Vic, is Vic the, uh, Vic, the tough guy? Vic's tough guy. Yeah, he's the Vic one that is just Italian. Wood. He's That's just, just he's just an Italian. He's just chopping wood. You just should also probably hot-headed. know he's like uh, half my family. That's all it is. Junior and Ethel are are some uh, fun characters. That Those we are get. The, the the redneck neighbors, right? Yeah. They're the most crazy people in this entire film. It doesn't even make any sense that they're in this film. It no. is. I will say it is the worst part of this film, but also very entertaining. But super also, entertaining, yeah, super entertaining. But I agree with you; one of the worst parts of this film. Yeah, I did. Also, dig one it. of the most memorable parts at, from when I was a kid seeing this. I definitely remember these scenes and characters with, with the with these oh, particular characters. I used to actually get it mixed up because I always thought the that dirt bike dirt bike scene was from three for some reason. Dude, really? Because I don't remember. Like, I don't when the whole Vic thing went down. So, what happens is Tommy gets to this house. There's the you're introduced to several of the kids, some and then the next day happens and this this one kid who obviously is I don't know if he's Joey Joey is he seems a little he's slow he's a little slow yeah um and he wants to help and he goes to try to help with laundry but he's got chocolate all over his hands and he gets the laundry dirty so the girls kick him out so he's gonna go help Vic who is this angry punk rocker <laughs> who's just fucking hacking away at some wood because he's oh, just... Oh, that was Vic? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was the kid that was fucking the girl. And he's just an angry <laughs> punk rocker. Again, if you're into punk rock, you're angry in this movie. Yeah. And he's hacking away, and he comes over, and he wants to help, and he won't, he won't let him help, and he says, you know, go away. And he's, he calls him mean. And then he walks away and gets a fucking axe in the back. <laughs> yeah. Pushed Vic this, one. Yeah. I'm going to say Vic is... snapped. Is the... This is like kind of it kind of sets off where this film goes, which is like a bunch of scenes shoehorned into like a Jason movie. Yeah, if, if I can say, like it feels like this is, seems so out of place and weird and unnecessary and very roundabout. Like, okay, what are we gonna do? We're gonna have the guy who's going over there. He's gonna irritate this guy, and then the guy is gonna keep asking and pestering him until he takes an axe to the head, and then we'll never see these characters again because hey, it's not about them. It's about fucking Tommy. No, it's about yeah. the aftermath, actually. About yeah. right, but yeah. like it's such a like a, such a large 
time-consuming scene to just point that out. Well, I think they also wanted to Tommy throw saw you somebody off. got hit by a car, and we'd be fine. No, like, Chris is completely right. This whole movie is all about misdirection. That that this whole film, like it, it, you're 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 shown these different characters very briefly, and yeah, they feel like little shoehorned-in characters, but each one of them. You're you're that, as an audience supposed to be like, well, wait, are they the killer? Is it Vic? Is yeah, Vic? but there's no way Did I'm Vic thinking it's Vic. Now he's Vic. killing people. There's no way I'm thinking it's Vic because they take him away. Yeah, and I'm I had like, no, we're I done here. I didn't think it was Vic at all either. No, I. But I'm saying the, this whole movie is designed for that. It's it 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 is the mystery of the first one, which is who's doing this, and no, I, you have all these characters yeah. and you're also, trying to figure it out. Maybe they just didn't do it well, and no, I know they, they, they did. It. it was just like they did okay, it very well, poorly. You're not Jason, like. When when you when you realize okay I mean, let's let the cat out of the bag on this one because we got to talk about it when you when you reveal that it's Roy the ambulance driver it's like how the fuck are you really even supposed to remember that the ambulance driver like he's it's Cody, such a he small does give a weird look for a second yeah. I'll tell you he how. gives two weird there's looks. a few weird looks and they are very deliberate about showing you like this random character who really has no dialogue or any purpose mm-hmm. to the story other than being a paramedic. But they keep panning up to his like sad or grimacy face, like that should matter Dude, to the audience. You know what he looked? You know <laughs> his grimace looked like it looked like um, his first from the original, the original Incredible Hulk TV series when he was turning into the Hulk. I, if you don't think that's Lou Ferrigno the first time you see him for a second, and then he gets closer to the camera, and you're like, that's not Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> like that's exactly what I thought. I was like, it's Lou Ferrigno. That's yeah. weird. So, so I don't even, I don't know, like, I wish I hadn't seen this before so I could tell if that would be as obvious as it was, but it was, it wasn't for me. It, to me, like, I'm like, oh my God, could you be more obvious about who it is? No, this watch is definitely like, I cued in all that shit. Like I said, the first time through, man, didn't fucking notice any of this stuff. I was along for the Jason ride. Yeah. You know? I know know vividly that Mm. I didn't suspect it. So 85, this shit worked. This shit worked in 85. And I don't, unless you're like, you know, and like really analyzing the film and looking at each shot, like I don't, I don't think the average moviegoer is going to catch that it's a, a long fucking or catch, a long held shot. They also use like different Jason style Jason masks, like in various shots. Like when anytime there'd be a flashback from Tommy to the original Jason, they used like the original mm-hmm. one with like the red on it, and right. then, it's got the axe cut in the head. From yeah, the yeah, head. and then in, and but when it's Roy playing, it's blue. Like, it's like blue. Yeah, little things like mm-hmm. under the eyes. And right. It's like a totally. Yeah, it's a it's the it's blue a nineties mask, guys. It's about to be in the nineties. <laughs> it's about to. We're to fluorescent, it. man. Let's do it. <laughs> Fucking rollerblades, they're new. <laughs> Come on, sorry. Jason on rollerblades would be amazing. <laughs> Jason on rollerblades. This, this Roller Jason. <laughs> this is kind of like my point. At this point, it's like in this movie, put in Killer X at this point because it could be the Prowler. It could be, uh, you know, freaking what's his name from. The burning, like it's, it could literally. Yeah, you know it's so yeah, funny. Is like we felt the exact same thing about, or at least I did. I felt the exact same thing about Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. The way that it's written and like the way that like Leatherface is, like man, you could you could substitute any fucking killer because into it, and like it it wouldn't it wouldn't be any different. I think Kyle's right on the initial watch. I think a lot of the audience was probably like. Hell yeah, dude! Jason's back, and then yeah. you get that ending, and I mean that you. Ha- I mean, I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just thinking about that. Just like what? So the let fuck? down because then again, you're like, it's not even Tommy. Like, 
It's Roy, the <laughs> fucking ambulance. Yeah. What a great Who? name for it to it's yeah. Roy. <laughs> Who? The old guy? Who is that, that guy? First day on the job? <laughs> Him? Oh, man. Yeah. You know? And then they come up with that, like, just that fuck. It just seems so made up, that ending of just like, oh, yeah, that was his son. I guess that was his son. I don't know why he never told anyone. Yeah. yeah. It's just like. All right. Yeah. yeah, because the whole time the son's like, yeah, I don't have no family. I don't know nobody. Yeah, like, but his dad's just hanging out around the area yeah. as a paramedic, like probably doing pretty good and could take care of his kid. Like, I what? don't know. Did you see Roy? He didn't look like he was doing, yeah. doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. he's yeah. not. Yeah, like, we don't know because he snapped when his son got killed. He was doing fine before that. Apparently not, though, because he's not taking yeah. care of his kid, Chris. He's I know. That's what I'm saying. He's hiding in the shadow, lurking at the shadows, yeah. wa- watching from afar. Yeah. He could be taking care of kids if he's got, a, like, a very, like, strict voyeur schedule. <laughs> yeah, <to> Chris. <laughs> can't be doing that. He's got to be cosplaying as Jason, killing people. Yep. It is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Just his whole build didn't work for me. Really? I liked his build as Jason. I liked his build, too. It was like It lean. wasn't like 2. Like, 2 was a little bit bigger, I felt like, body style, but it reminded me of, like... 2, he's like, he looks like a good old boy. Yeah, 3. Yeah. But three he's got the bag on the head. Yeah, three, is, different. 3 is yeah, kind of bigger, too. Three, 3 is the one where I feel like he looks like the most, like, kind of bulky prior to, like, King Hodder taking yeah. over. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I kind of liked his build. It made it feel like, uh, again, this more grounded reality of, like, this is this is a human. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, some of the mannerisms, yeah, just didn't. Kind of seemed, like, a little bit jittery and shaky to me. Like, I it didn't, didn't seem, like, like, solid, like he could wreck something. Dude, can I say something, though? This is something that was bothering me the whole film. I know that the, for the, for the filmmakers are really trying to sell the fact that it's Jason. But, guys, it's just Roy. How is Roy taking like slashes to the gut and like so many like brutal things and just staying committed to the lie that he's Jason? Did, it, did it, that boggle once anyone's you mind? Kill, you turn into something. I uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. No. If you're asking me if the script makes any sense or if this is the best way to go about this, my answer is obviously no. Like, that wasn't. Makes, yeah. I, I don't know if I was necessarily. Yes. I, obviously, the script is whatever, but I'm just no, no, like, no, like, why at is some this point character time, like, still like, right. like committing to it? That's what I'm saying. Like, it, there's a lot of plot holes to get to this like really weird, like what is supposed to be a massive twist ending, yeah. right? But like when you go back and look at it, it's not like movies that do it better where you go back and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. You know, in the sixth sense where you're like, that's why no one talks to him. Yeah, that's why he's a fucking ghost. Yeah, like this one, it's just like. No, this doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Like, like, where the fuck is Roy? He took, Why he, is Roy? He, he, t- he, he took, took a, a knife to the gut. Dude, he took a hit from a fucking tractor. Yeah. <laughs> and he's good. Yeah, it, none of it makes no limp. any fucking sense. It's just it's still not marching it forward. And it's like, what are you in, like, a fugue state? You yeah. just, you're out of body and you're just yeah. killing? Well, you Once know, you've killed that many people, I feel dude, like... Can I tell you something? You're not human anymore. <laughs> Am I the only one that this character reminds of... Out of anyone, just different mask, and and it, but it reminded me of Michael Myers. Just the mask? Diff- no, just different masks. Like the mannerisms. Oh yeah, the outfit, I agree. I agree. The outfit how, for sure. How it how Roy acted when he was hit by a tractor or fucking stabbed in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. 
like the weird superhuman strength. He turned into like a fucking Michael Myers because we know it's not Jason who is supernatural. Yeah. Well, he's not supernatural till like the sixth film. Here's what I love about Roy's commitment. He puts on not only a Jason mask, but a fake bald cap head. Yeah. He makes it look committed. Which by the way, would indicate that he knew what Jason looked like (laughs) because no one like, yeah, there wasn't like a prop shop making yeah. fucking Jason bald. No mask. one took a photo of Jason before they fucking buried him. <laughs> oh, as far as I know, maybe they did a sketch or something. Well, he had in his in his little collage book, he had the sketch of young child Jason. So I guess he must have just yeah put it all together himself. He's obsessed. With I would it. say that um, the one thing I really do enjoy about um, this this version of I guess Jason for Roy, Roy. Uh, of this Roy. Royson. Um, <laughs> is that Royson. though I love the way the eyes look in the mask yes. in this one. Yeah. They they like, definitely pop. It, they pop great and it looks it looks crazy. They're crazy eyes. There's yeah. crazy eyes. And what's behind crazy those masks. I, I noticed this time around. Um so after the I think I think it's after the first time we see like Jason, and I think there's one more time where we see Roy as Roy, and the eyes like like they clearly when they shot it, they like lit his eyes when he was just Roy. Like a little bit more to make them pop, mm-hmm. I think, and that—that's probably a callback. Be like, guys, check out the eyes; those look familiar. Maybe, maybe you just saw that in the last scene. Like, there was like a conscious effort to do that, and his eyes look fucking crazy. Yeah, it, it, Roy's, uh, you know, Roy. The <laughs> I'm still stuck on Roy. I know. I, I you know what? I, I, I gotta say, it's growing on me. I love that it's Roy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Roy. <laughs> that was it's just Roy. Just yeah. Roy. I'm gonna. We should make Roy T-shirts. <laughs> We should, we should. With, the, <laughs> with his face popping out yeah. from behind with the ball cap on it's just his face it's it's Roy <laughs> just Roy yeah we should do Roy with a fucking that greater sign you know greater than Jason we should do Roy greater than Jason <laughs> <laughs> less I'd, less I, than or I'd equal to I'd be interested to. what which film has the most body count this one's pretty high up there I think this has like 20 bodies 22. in this 22 in this like, one because if it's number one then yeah Roy kicks Jason's dude, ass dude Roy <laughs> is Roy way just, more efficient at killing dude Roy went on to like a killing spree in this movie he did, like he, he man. did this one, I was like, that's the one thing that I, I, this movie Bravo does like right as a slasher is they like every, so I read that they, they designed it to have a scare, a kill or nudity every eight minutes. Okay. That. All right. Cool. And I'm pretty sure this one lives up to that. Yeah. I just realized another plot hole, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> there was another thing too, like watching this after, you know, the ending and you know, it's not fucking Jason. You go back and you realize, like, what then? Why the fuck is he doing very, very Jason-y things? Yeah. Like you mentioned, the fucking tractor hitting him. Yeah. So I totally buy Jason Voorhees just standing there, like, "What do I do? Something's coming at me. I can't move very fast." Oh, I got hit. You know? Yeah. Like Jason Voorhees is a tank that does not give a shit. Like he just doesn't pay attention. He's slow and like fucking troll. But this guy's like. Why isn't he like, holy shit, a tractor, fuck, and jumping out of the way? Yeah. Like, that is what a human would do. Jason would just stand there like a fucking idiot, take the hit, and that's just what be I was, like, whatever. Dude, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, all these things that he's Ooh. doing, it's just like, God, you're so committed to this fucking yeah. lie. You would <laughs> have to commit yourself <laughs> so hard you that you like, almost perfectly <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, for a son you gave no well, shit about. Yeah. <laughs> here's, what you guys, here's what you guys didn't know. Um, here Roy here was actually the paramedic that picked up Jason's body. And four, then he ate Jason's black heart 
Jason. Oh, God. <laughs> Is this real? I you were serious. No, Jason. Jason. What are you talking I watched about? Fanthory. I watched for it. It, it, was, it wasn't Roy. Yeah. I watched for it. Not happen. Fan theory. He hates Jason, Jason's heart. Jason then is inside of him. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now is manifesting himself through Roy. And this is why. I don't know. Jay- like that's a, that can't happen until I, six. Cause that's when Jason becomes like a well, monster. I just, I just, I just put Jason goes to hell with, with, uh, Roy. five with Roy. It's with the only Roy. thing that makes sense, Chris. And maybe when Jason died in four, that's when he made the deal with I, the devil. The I mean, here's the thing. After I, the killing of his son that he oh, didn't want. I mean, here's the thing though. Like we, uh, I, I don't want to quite say like, this is going to sound, this is going to get a lot of arguments, but I don't want to quite say it doesn't make complete sense. I don't want to say it's completely outlandish because like, no. you have somebody who. It's a copycat killer. He's a copycat killer. Exactly. Yeah. That's what this film is. So it's yeah. not like it's, this doesn't make sense that someone would no. do this because honestly, like what better choice than I think a mass serial killer that apparently can't die. What this, what this script did a really poor job of trying to like convey was that Roy saw, Hey, Tommy Jarvis is here. I can get away. If I frame Jason, that's what I thought gonna th- too. They're all going to think it's Tommy and I can get away with this and killing all these kids. That's what I thought. But they did not play that up very no, well. No, they don't. No. They play it off like he, I mean, he's but the most that, committed copycat yeah, killer of all time. He, he is. But there's also that scene like he commits so far to the point where like at, getting to the end when like uh, Tommy's like Jason, he like stops and he turns and that's like they share a fucking moment. Mm-hmm. Like he's that committed and he knows there's such a, a weird connection between Tommy and Jason that he's going to... He's going to still commit to it even further and start like trying to attack his nemesis. Can I, can I tell you, and this is a fucking completely outlandish ending that I thought of, that while I was watching it, and I was like, the only other thing I can think of is that the goal that they were trying to do was that like the spirit of Jason could inhabit you through watching violence alone, right? Because, like, in a weird way, like, this is a reverse Friday the 13th one, right? Like, the father, like, his kid gets killed, and now he's going to take out his revenge mm-hmm. on the kids. Mm-hmm. So right. it makes sense that it starts where, like, the first one started, exactly. right? Exactly. A guy taking revenge for the child that died. Right. So, but, like, where things, like, get weird is, like, the whole ending with Tommy, where it, like, it insinuates almost that, like, Tommy has a streak of massive violence from experiencing this violence act happening to him. And that like somehow like just the fury of Jason can somehow like jump from body to body. Yeah. If you go under enough trauma. Yeah. It drives you to become Jason. Yeah. That, I think, yeah I think that's what that's, I thought the film was going. That's like, what, I was like, all that, right. I think that's kind of where they were going because okay. like, I feel like you have Tommy's like small story and I think Tommy's only purpose like in this film is to like show his almost descent into madness mm-hmm. and this copycat killer is is just expediting that those emotions and the rest of the film is just focused on this guy who is following the path of of um um god what was the mom's name I forgot the mom's name but the first film getting revenge on the kids who he probably deems responsible for his child's death like so, yeah. I I think you're not. I, I don't think you're off. I think that was a conscious choice from the filmmakers. Like we're gonna make Tommy this new killer. He's going to become Jason because of everything that happened to him. And on top of that, now he's got a copycat killer who's like fucking with his brain even more. Mm. Then then the audience is like, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll never come back if you do that again. Yeah. And then so they're like, you got Roy. 
Well, it's just Roy. They didn't say with their dollars because this movie obviously made money, but they got tricked. I think. I think. I think the audience felt very tricked, and it was like, it was like, fuck you. And I I think that's why this movie's so hated. I want to say something though. Like, if Shane Black directed this, like, it would be a badass film. I don't know. He directed the new Predator movie. That wasn't good. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is Shane Black does this a lot. Like he did it in Iron Man 3 where it was just like, here's the Mandarin. Nope, not the Mandarin. Like, and like, I feel like he does that in a lot of his films. Like this massive redirect that like reinvents like the whole concept of the story. But he does it so well. Like, I feel like if he did this film... If he was like the director that had to take on the new Friday the 13th, this is the film he would make. He'd be like, yeah, five was cool. Why? Because it ends up not you know, being he, sh- he should just remake f- only five. Yeah. He should. A Wouldn't that be the beginning. weird way that Friday the 13th comes back? It's like, yeah. we're starting with a new, new beginning. Yeah. Shane Black's a newer, a new, beginning. New, a new, a new newer beginning. beginning. <laughs> a double new beginning. And, and, like, everyone, everyone, all the audience is like, who the fuck is this Tommy guy? Why are we yeah. focusing on him so much? <laughs> all right, guys, let's do this. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about Friday the 13th part five, a new beginning. Listen to me! Run! Go! Tommy, get up! Get up! Run, Tommy, go! Don't! As we were talking about earlier, one of the things I want again, I want to give this movie praises for is like the 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 body count because, man, they they go through some kids in this one, man. Like there's some great death scenes in this movie too. A lot of eye stuff and like some like deep ass fucking cuts too. Like like I felt bad for uh, Reggie's brother that he just went to visit that fucking got his Demon. girlfriend and him killed. Yeah. Like, I know that they were trying to insinuate that he was, like, a bad guy. He seemed like a good brother. I thought Reggie's kill was, uh, uh, use, uh, Reggie's brother's kill was useless. That was the only one that made zero sense. Can I yeah, say? But, too cool kill, like, memorable. Just, just the rods going through the shed, like. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Cut. Roy's not Jesus. fixated on one weapon. Roy will use several weapons. There's the axe to the gut that the girl gets, um, in the parking lot. The, with the, the guy who does is doing cocaine. There is oh, I forgot about that scene. There is the um the shears to the eyes to the girl who had sex with the guy who then gets a leather strap to the eyes mm-hmm. and then that's tightened behind a tree. That's pretty cool That kill. was a pretty cool cool kill for sure. I like that. That was kill really a lot. that was really imaginative. I was actually kind of bummed with the shears cuz it's like this big Shunk, and I was like, "Oh, he just cut her head off." And I was like, "Oh, he just cut the bridge of her nose." I mean, that's yeah, kinda... that was weird. <laughs> no, I felt like the blades went into the eyes. Yeah, it's one of the more creative <laughs> ones for sure. Because there was a lot of like stabbing in the stomach, impaling. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of kind of the same gags over and over with a lot of these. The uh, the the uh, the road flare. Oh, road flare is cool. That yes. one's cre- clever and creative. You always got to have a couple that really stand yeah, how about out. The, how about the greasers? In, in yeah, 19... that's like what what a, what a shoehorned in death there. Yeah, just, yeah. Come just on, kills. man. I'm going to go take a shit. It <laughs> <That> made me <laughs> laugh. Fix actually. the car. Yeah. I, like, I got to say, that's one thing about this film that I really didn't like. Like, I know they're trying the to greasers? tell. greasers? What's that? No, 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 no. Not just the Mike greasers. Mike hates greasers, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> the thing I didn't like about this. Uh, the way they put it together is that it feels like a collection of deaths and not necessarily like 
I mean, they're just so, they're too far away from each other, right? Like, you understand that, like, Jason in the first few is like, yeah, he's killing camp counselors because they're the people that he's going after. Like, those are the guys that he's blaming for his death, right? In this one, it just seems like he's randomly killing people for no fucking reason other than to kill. Yes. Like, I'm going to go all the way over here by the road here and kill these fucking bikers, and now I'm going to go walk over here and this. But that's how it is in four. In four, it's completely fucking random. These aren't these aren't camp counselors. These aren't this is, these are teenagers who rent a house. But they're teenagers. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. And this one is like he's going after like random. They're not people. even teenagers. They're like in the, like the mid to late twenties. Oh man, I don't know. Okay, they got, they, fine. They got Kyle. that. Ha- they that, got that house they... rent money. They're not teenagers. <laughs> but like shit it, was cheap then, Kyle. They don't. They don't all like like how do I put this? They don't like connect to the story in any way. Like, I feel like the other deaths, it's just like, there's a girl and his girlfriend and the neighbor and the neighbor person. And, they, and like, these are the cast and you know they're all going to die. I feel like these characters come out of nowhere and just show up to die. That's true, yeah. And then it feels like they're not even part of the It's film. more like canon fodder. I feel only yes. like those two characters are probably the most out of it because they try to contain it within, the like, the... couple, the, though? The, the, like, the, the, well, the yeah, mom, like, the mom. What are you talking about? They they show up right in the beginning yeah, of the movie. They show up, yeah, so they like, show up in the beginning of the movie. And yeah. they go to them in several other scenes. Like, these guys literally drive into a scene and get murdered. She says, if these kids... Fuck on my yard again. They're all dead. I'm going to kill them all. I got to bomb them and blow everybody up. Mm-hmm. Then. So he's defending that house now. Now he's a defender. Yeah. Then, by killing them. He's being good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Then a kid is murdered at that place, and she's like, cool. <laughs> like, when Vic murders uh, the, that other kid. She has no problem with the, them then. It's so weird where she's like, oh, they're fucking, you got to get rid of them. Oh, one of them killed another one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right. But there, I again, weird. I, I thought the scene where he's riding the motorcycle around crying about being beat up went on a little too long. Yeah, it did. But then, but then it's almost perfect because you do cheer when he gets his head chopped off. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. I know I did. I was like, fuck yeah. I think that's a totally iconic scene from this movie. If you're going to pick the few out that are here, you know, it, I think that scene also has been burned in my brain of him just wildly driving around the front yard screaming and then it just wop lops off. I don't know. That to me as a kid impacted me. And then, uh, you know, uh, another moment that I, I do want to talk about that I like too is when we get a little bit of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Versus uh, Friday the Thirteenth in this when uh, what's her name? Uh, oh Pam. yeah, she pulled Pam. up the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah dude, she with goes the all stretch on him. Yeah, <laughs> it was badass, and then it just dies. That's <laughs> pretty funny. And I want to bring up, I do like the Reggie character. I, I thought, do too. I thought I Reggie too. was kind of kind of take over where Corey Feldman took off and like with that series before he went all crazy. And yeah, k- I think and he's killed the most likable character in this entire film. One hundred percent. Yep. One hundred. And there's something. This is something that like these films haven't touched back on since the eighties and no one's really tried with the remakes again, but there is something about having Jason Voorhees not only with camp counselors, but kids, a can't like a camper's age that makes it a little bit more, maybe ups the, like the danger level like when to they, have younger kids. Like in, when the younger it. kids are involved, it's just more of an interesting, I feel like movie than just the teenagers. Maybe it's just because I've seen the teenagers so many times and it's always the same cannon fodder over. They're just so dumb. Where, like, the kids are always, like, 
they always, I feel like they always buy into what's going on. They're mm-hmm. like, oh no, this is this is this is people. This is, people are getting murdered right away. Adults listen to me, and no one will listen to them. And it, I think it plays into know? us as watchers. It pay, as watchers, like we all grew up watching horror movies as little kids and thinking about the crazy adventures and the nostalgia of it all. So to see kids be in these horrific situations, it definitely calls back to at least for me something that. I loved, you know, I loved to be scared as a kid. I loved to go on adventures as a kid. I loved to pretend and, yeah. you know, do watch movies and think about the possibilities of, you know, even though it was scary stuff, it was like always like. But you were safe because you it was were a safe. Movie. Can you were I safe. say something? Yeah. I also think that there, it's like a, a, like just at the time of just like the MPAA and like people sneaking into theaters. I feel like horror films knew that like teenagers and like young adults were like watching their shit oh i think so and they were just like dude we gotta appeal to them and they're like but they can't even watch our film and you're like yeah, yeah but do. their parents are <laughs> getting find it out. And they're yeah, watching right. it that's where the f- well because i think what is this 80 what was Five. he 85 again so i'm pretty sure he's pretty strong in pop culture at this point mm-hmm. like jason yeah, four years oh, yeah. yeah absolutely you know him and 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 is does he have a game yet at this point <laughs> i don't know when the game came out i think it came out in 85 really yeah. At the launch of a new beginning at all. <laughs> oh. so it came out in 1989, so not even close. <laughs> <laughs> how wrong were you, Mike? Tell me how wrong you were. Like, how do you feel when you like, when you find out what the facts are? fucking wrong? My, it's like Mike, Mike is just like the audience that saw a new beginning. He thought he knew who it was. He thought he, it was Jason, but then it turns out it was Roy. Don't lie. The first time you saw <laughs> exactly. the shit, you thought it was Jason, too. I did. And I'm sure I did turned too. Turned out to be Roy. Yeah, turned out to be Roy. This time around, it was no question that it wasn't Roy. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you'd seen it already. <laughs> I wonder if it's different. <laughs> Is this like the Clue DVD? Yeah. Like it just every time you hit play, it just puts a different ending on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. What do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? Yeah, let's do it. All right. How many Roys are we going to rate this? I think it's only appropriate that we rate this Roy. <laughs> Wait, oh, and also, and I want you to, sorry guys, also in your review, I'd like you to answer this question. Uh-oh. Do you think this is the worst one in okay. the series? Do you think this is the worst one in the Friday the 13th mm, series? Okay. All right, guys, I'll go first on this one. Uh, I'll start off by rating it. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it 2.5. I'm going to say this is a middle of the road just because I, it's not really a Friday the 13th movie to me, but it's a good slasher. I'll say that there's a lot of deaths, there's a lot of nudity, and there's a lot of jump scares. I mean, it has everything that you want in a slasher with that. I mean, it just has a really shitty ending because you're expecting Jason and you get Roy. Um, and that's really the crux of this movie. Now, if I'm going to say this is the worst in the series, no. Hell no. That's Jason Goes to Hell, in my opinion. That is a fucking awful, terrible movie, and it's horrible. Uh, this one though, it's a fucking and awful, terrible it's movie. It's and you know what? On top of all of that, it's horrible. <laughs> it's, you know what? It, it, it's just bad. It's just real bad, bad, guys. I hate that film with a passion. And this one, I don't hate. Uh, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. It's not my favorite in the series. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with 2.5. Not the worst in the series. Uh, that goes to Jason. Goes to hell. Um, I'm gonna come in probably at a three on this one. And I don't think it's the worst one either. I, I'm I'm totally with you. Jason Goes to Hell is the worst one. That's I feel like that. For, it's funny to say I feel like that has less Jason <laughs> than this movie does. 
You know what I mean? Because at least this one, it like tried to trick us. And the thing that I want to say is great about this movie is you say it's not, you, you don't want to consider it a Friday the 13th, but I'd say this one's as much a Friday the 13th as the first one is because the first one doesn't have Jason either. But they both, they it's the director and the creative team behind this movie is clearly trying to pull from the first film, which is more of that mystery, more of that who could the killer be thing. And I actually, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, this is not my favorite Tommy Jarvis at all either. I agree with you on that. Um, and it does feel like a handful of the characters are shoehorned in. I'm giving it a little bit more of a bump just because of the, like the mystery element of it really gave me a lot of nostalgia for the first film while I was watching it. Um, but seeing Roy at the end is like such a such a disappointment. So uh, three for me, three Roy's. Chris, I'm giving it a two point five, right in the middle. I was, um, you know, I don't know if like I just remember what, or I've seen so much bad that this doesn't look that bad to me. But for it to be the considered one of the worst ones, I'm like. I kind of had fun with it. There were some characters I really liked. I liked Reggie. I liked, you know, even though you guys probably thought it was too over the top, like I did like the hillbilly uh, mom and uh, son thing going on next door. I thought the mom was especially hilarious. Um, you know, of course, there was some really heavy handed like pans that signal to the audience like this guy is Jason or this is somebody you should pay attention to. I don't think like it, it, it tripped me up enough uh, to think it's like a whodunit mystery. Um, it is pretty bizarre that it becomes just a, some random paramedic. Um, but I'd see, I actually didn't really put together that, you know, like it, it really resembles the first movie as far as like the, using the exact same kind of setups for, for why the killings are happening. So that was cool. Walked away with a little bit more there. Um, I think it does fit into the Friday the 13th catalog. I think it definitely belongs in there. It, it still does have the vibe. I mean, what little they could do, you know, putting Corey Feldman in there real quick, putting a lot of fucking rain in there and blue lighting. And they did have some decent jump scares going on. Um, I didn't really remember that Tommy Jarvis was a main focal point. And it, he kind of really isn't. He doesn't even save the day at the end. Like, he kind of like gets beat up by Jason, I think. And then Reggie ends up <laughs> basically saving the day. So I don't know. Overall, middle of the road for me, actually not that bad. Um, but yeah, 2.5, solid 2.5. Solid 2.5. Roy's? Mike? Can I ask a quick question before I get to my review? Sure. Who is everybody's favorite Tommy Jarvis? Six. Okay. Six. Okay. I was just curious. I yeah. mean, I think I might pick four because it's like, kind of the start with, of his story. And, and I like Corey Feldman. I like, Feldman. I like, I like Corey Feldman too. Yeah, and I like the whole mask element to that I was just one. curious because I'm like, is, is anyone picking this guy? No. <laughs> no, there's no, no like, gettable as a like, Tommy not Jarvis. my favorite Tommy Jarvis. I was like, He says 24 words. Not memorable. He doesn't need, <laughs> you, you know what? You don't see a lot of words when you fucking, be, like seriously, he hit the uh, the hillbilly 175 times in the chest, I think, in two seconds. At least. Dude, he's quick. He's like he's a fucking so fast. ninja. So fast. No wonder. I had to get some karate in there. All right, I'll, I'll get to my review now. Uh, I'm going to give this a three. Like, here's the thing, guys. Like, deep down in my heart, I feel like if the ending, and it was Jason, this would be considered probably the second best Friday the 13th. 
there's a part of me that feels that that's true. It's got a lot of the stuff that you like. It's got a, a ton of kills. It's got nudity. It's got, I mean, fun kills too, like inventive kills, right? Like that's the start. That's the start of the Friday Thirteenth where I start liking it the most, right? When you're like, oh, I can't believe you use a cryo fucking tank that way. <laughs> like, like there's parts of Jason that I feel like the campier it got where he just became a tank that like an, a merciless killing machine that that's where I feel like it got the best. And I feel like this film kind of has a lot of that. And the only thing is that when you realize it's just exactly as Chris put it, a random paramedic <laughs> that like, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you feel like you got duped. Yes. Take that away though. Good fucking Jason movie. Is that it? No, nah, man, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic pause. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, uh, real quick, though, because both you and Chris did not answer this question, I believe. Oh. Uh, is it the worst in the series? Like, not at all. As far as I remember, no. What's the worst in the series to you, as far as you it's remember? It's got to either go to Jason Goes to Hell or number three. My, I, I'm right on board. I would say for me, it's it's three. I know it's three for you. You've and, said that for a while. Yeah, now. I I think three is the worst. But uh, yeah, Jason goes to hell is easily the next. Yeah, this doesn't even come close. I would even say this is better than like maybe Jason X. I don't know. Jason X is kind of cool because it got a lot of cool kills in it. Diff- totally uh, different movies. Yeah. Very I mean, different. But yeah. like, I don't know. I, I still don't, I feel like it's still up there. I don't like, feel like I, I feel would, like it's up there. It's not a worst. I think I like it better than one and two. Hmm. That's Hot takes tonight. <laughs> wow. Hot takes on cold film and review. Let's do this, guys. Before we go, we got a review to read. Woo! Who wants to read it? Here we go, guys. This is this comes to us from Barfus Paul. Barf us Paul. Yeah, Barfus. Like all of us. Barf us up. Barfus, like okay. one word, B-A-R-F-U-S-S, Paul. And he, uh, he <laughs> okay. Paul gives us five stars, says, what a great find. And it says, this podcast manages to be both genuinely thoughtful and gut-bustingly funny. A great mix of notorious cult faves and unearthed treasures are reviewed. It's a treat to rifle through the archives and see what these guys have to say about films from Pink Flamingos to Three Clock High. Don't miss out. Five stars from... Barfus Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank, Thank you, Paul. You. Thank you, Paul. We appreciate that. If you guys want a shout out like Paul just got, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes so we can do so. Then when you're done with that, head over to cultfilmreview.com. Make sure you get in your request for films for us to review. And then when you're done with that, pick up a cool t-shirt. T-shirt. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, then when you're done with that, guys, head over to YouTube and make sure you like and subscribe over there and watch some of our great videos that we got going on there. We got drink videos. If you want to figure out how to make the drink for tonight, you can do so on YouTube. Uh, and then follow us on social media, Cult Film underscore review on Twitter, Cult Film and Review on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Facebook. And after that, guys, make sure you... Are we on Facebook? We are on Facebook. <laughs> Sweet. Then when you're done with that, make sure you follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike ah! at Mike Slosio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join the cult, make sure to watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>